Why, hey there. My name is Darcy Jeremy. You're listening to another episode of the Business of Ergonomics podcast. Today, I want to talk about some emerging trends with working from the office, working from hybrid places, working from home. What does this mean for the future past the COVID-19 pandemic? Welcome to the Business of Ergonomics podcast. I'm your host, Darcy Jeremy. I'm a board-certified professional ergonomist with over 15 years of experience delivering ergonomics programs to employers of all different types. In this podcast, I share what other healthcare professionals are already doing and being with ergonomics assessments and how to land those clients that you dream of. Without further ado, let's jump into this episode right now. This episode is brought to you by the Accelerate Program. If you're an ergonomics consultant, whether or not you have been in ergonomics for years and years, or you're wanting to add ergonomics as another service deliverable in line with what you're doing, look no further than Accelerate. Accelerate gives you the tools, processes, and time-saving resources to enhance your marketing so that you can reach more clients and do more of what you like doing ergonomics assessments, consultations, and trainings. For more information, head to ergonomicshelp.com slash learn dash ergo. As we move into today's episode, first of all, I wanted to shout you out. We are on episode 75. Thank you so much for listening thus far, and I'm looking forward to providing you valuable ergonomic content that you can use in your day-to-day and strategize where you're going to be taking your business and how you talk about ergonomics to your employers and clients that you already have. This episode today is from a recent article from the World Economic Forum. The World Economic Forum is an international organization that's headquartered in Switzerland, and it brings together membership of political and business leaders on a yearly basis to discuss major issues concerning the world political economy. So they recently published a really neat article about working from home and hybrid work environments. So I'm going to be talking about both of these because as ergonomics consultants, we are the first-hand information for many employers about how to work the best and how to prevent injuries. Some of us work with employers to diminish pain, discomfort, injuries. So we're coming in after the fact where something has happened and we are promoting a healthy work environment by equipment or habits, any sort of ergonomic improvements, right? Today, what I'm talking about is this other hand, the shifting or the changing work environment that's happening out there. And this falls into the realm of proactive prevention ergonomics. And this is a really useful tool that we can use as ergonomics consultants when we're marketing ourselves, um, especially when we are touching base with our marketing email list. This information that I'm going to be sharing with you today would actually be really useful to share with our clients about the future of work and what the experts are saying about where they should focus their resources. Because what I'm noticing personally is that when there is a shift to go back into the office, 
what a lot of employers are realizing is that there is a lot of resistance with that. So how do we manage that? Let's talk about the trends. Let's talk about the statistics. Let's talk about value added information that we can share with our contacts. What's emerging out of the data is a really interesting position that the employers out there will have to navigate in the future. Before COVID, before working from home, the experts out there said that it's going to be really dire for the employees to be working from home and missing their colleagues and that work culture. Interesting. Only half of those questioned in the survey miss their colleagues. And interesting enough, or maybe not, 64% said that they were more productive with a flexible work schedule, and only a third complained of burnout. From looking at this research, it seems that this situation has really enhanced what has already been going on in the working environment for some time. The majority would like their employers to allow for a more flexible working schedule in the future because it's worked so well right now. We're not even talking about the types of equipment that they're using at home. We're just talking about how flexible their work schedule is post-COVID. Could you imagine if we're able to provide really nice equipment, really useful and functional equipment for people working from home, if these numbers would shift at all? However, in saying that, support for more flexibility, according to the research in this article, is strongest among women, parents of school-aged children, adults under 35, and those with higher levels of education and income. And those are quite obvious why that would be useful especially when you consider that it's not a matter of working between the hours of nine to five. For many occupations out there, it's far more important to have the results and impact of that day. So if you can work between five to eight in the morning or from do some really deep work from in the, in the mid-afternoons and not have that, those distractions that are normally there, what you might see in the office. It's no wonder people are enjoying this, and there's no wonder that there's less burnout that is occurring. And if you're looking at these numbers, thinking that, you know what, it's being skewed by people who have kids and they need to drop their kids off at school, pick them up. That's not true. It's roughly similar to those demanding a flexible working schedule with parents who had children under 17 and those with no children. So it was 68% with children under 17 and 63% who wanted to work flexibly, those with no children. So I found this to be really surprising, especially for those with young children working from home. There are some enhancements that no one predicted, whether it has to do with commuting, productivity, the ability to do deep work without distraction. And considering these major pluses, it's interesting to note that globally, a quarter of people want to work in the office five days a week as soon as the pandemic is over. The stronger support is, according to this research, in South Africa and Mexico. 
In the United States, it is 34% who wants to shift back to work five days a week. And in Canada, it's 22%. I am really curious about these differences and what that means to how people are working. But at the same time, the global country average is 25%. A quarter of people would like to go back to work for five days a week. And that's really interesting to know because that means the majority of people, 75%, would like to remain home. This is so interesting. As ergonomics consultants, there is a huge opportunity here for many of the employees out there and employers managing this transition from office to homework. There's been the idea that this is only going to be happening for a small amount of time before they're back in the office full time. But what the research is saying that people are really productive and they're really enjoying um, and it's not negatively Im impacting their day with working from home. That means that we really do need to start paying close attention to how people are getting their work done from home. And it's not as easy as pulling up a laptop and working from a bed or working from the kitchen counter because it's just a matter of time before those aches and pains develop into long-term chronic injuries that are going to have to bring physical therapists into the picture to resolve. And the root cause analysis is going to state that, hey, you are working from a workstation that's not fit to you. This must be a worker's compensation claim. So, of course, this article didn't get into the types of equipment that people are using from home or what the outcome of workers' compensation claims have been. And to be honest, it's been quite difficult to find really strong support that working from home is increasing the amount of claims coming into workers' comp compensation boards. There has been some opinions out there that I have seen in a number of places, but there has not been hard evidence. However, according to my background and experience, it really is just a matter of time. And if I was in your position, I think it would be really valuable to reach out to the information officers for workers' compensation boards in your area and just ask the question, what are the trends with working from home? Have they noticed more claims coming in? Have they noticed more health care come in? And how has this impacted the community at large? It's important to note that every jurisdiction around the world will have their own statistics related to this, but I bet you that that information is out there. The reason why I think it's so important for us ergonomics consultants to do our own due diligence with this is for the reason that this is information that we can literally build a case to why employers should be looking at enhancing how those people are working from home. So if we know that, yes, there has been an increase of aches, pains, discomfort, injury from working at home without the right equipment, we can say that this piece of equipment, keyboard tray, monitor riser, external keyboard, external mouse, maybe even chair, depending on the type of injuries that are coming in and those workplace setups. We can say without a shadow of a doubt that 
if you put these places, these things in effect, you are going to be ensuring that that person is going to be working without pain and discomfort. And however, it has to be set up correctly. <laughs> That's where you come in too. So there you have it. The world has said without a shadow of a doubt that they are enjoying working from home. It is enhancing their productivity. However, as ergonomists, our role is to limit risk factors that could be approaching these people working from home. This article does not go into the ergonomics whatsoever because if people are allowed to continue to work from home without the right equipment, their productivity and perhaps how they enjoy working from home is going to be diminished. It's just a matter of time before those risk factors that they're working with will result in aches, pains, discomfort, injuries, maybe even chronic injuries. So consider that, and I really encourage you to start building up the statistics and the cases to how improving that work setup will enhance that productivity and limit costs of those companies. And once you have this information, share it, share it, share it, share it with those people in your area, on your social media, and in your content emails, reaching out to these folks, because people really do need to know this information. And historically, ergonomists haven't been the best at sharing this information in the past. We're very skilled at ergonomics consultants, but shifting those people who would like to have it, those prospects, to clients is where the challenge is. However, using this information can help make that shift. Something really consider. Marketing your services is so important. And saying that, hope you enjoyed this article. I really enjoyed throwing this together with all the statistics and really shows where the future of our services are. Can't wait to chat to you soon. Have a great day. So if you like what you heard in this podcast episode and you want to learn more, you want to learn how other healthcare professionals are already adding office ergonomic expertise to their services and practice, I have a training for you. All you have to do is head to ergonomicshelp.com slash learn dash ergo. That's ergonomicshelp.com slash learn dash ergo. And you can get started today.